Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 28. Look at what Paul said it. How they put it. I don't want to quote the Old Testament. But if anyone says to you, this was offered to idols, do not eat it for the sake of the one who told you. And for conscience sake, for the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. The earth is for God. He created everything. He has sanctified everything. But he said, if anybody of you see that any food was prepared for idols, don't eat it. Don't eat it. I don't want to mention any traditional name. Sometimes you watch documentaries and TVs and you see this one, the food is in the presence of the idol. And people are I look at them and say, wow. Spiritual things. You know, because people eat it and don't see any immediate physical occurrences happening. So they say, oh, it's nothing. Oh, it's not bad. I've ate it. Ah, what has happened? I've ate it. My job is working. My company is working. I've got money. I've married. My children are doing well. So what does it mean? You know, that's how people will say it. That's how people will say it. Listen, what we don't see is more than what we are seeing. And what will happen is more than what has happened. Hello? If you don't know, what will happen? Is more than fearful and wonderful than what will hurt. What has happened? Jesus said, The things that I have in place for you, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have they entered into the heart of men. It means what God is about to do is greater, far greater, exceedingly abundantly than you can ever imagine. Of the same thing, what the devil is also about to do is far greater than what we know. So, the fact that you want to edit and nothing happened, that's not mean that, oh, nothing happened. Nothing happened. You have no idea what is happening. I mean, tell somebody, it's a traditional day. Tell somebody, we are talking about traditions. Tell them, don't be scared. It's for your good. Hallelujah. Because if we don't take time, we are getting to a, a season where we will embrace some traditions and we we'll think that it is okay. We we'll think it's okay for the Christian. It's okay after all. There's nothing. Even today, idol worship has been modified and refined. I didn't talk about the source and the power behind traditions and those things. I've cut that part off. Some other day, we'll talk about it. What is the case of these ancestral feastings? What is the case of these ancestral feastings? It's the case of the grave. Case of the grave. Because I'm not doing purely on a deliverance or demonic, so that is why I don't want to hit more scriptures on this. The ancestors that we are feasting on, they are all dead. They are all in the grave. So what celebration? The Bible said that how can the living and the death be up? There's nothing between the living and the death. The 
person is dead and gone, we bury it, and we say we are feasting, we are celebrating the ancestors. We cook food, we mention their name. Some of us, not even we are in the city, we are there. <laughs> and we are happy. And then we take our smartphones and we are videoing it. <laughs> that is my tradition. <laughs> that is my tra- Hallelujah. I remember when I went for my, the traditional barrier of my mother. They did certain things and they told me to come and do whatever, whatever, because it's our tradition. They did something black in a calabash and whatever, and then they took part of the nails that we, we sent. They cut it into pieces and then added to that black substance and this thing, and they said, I should come and take some and eat it so that my mother's soul would be with me forever. And you know, I was busy videoing it. Busy videoing. And there was this cousin of mine, mine who is refined. So he came and said, Hey, Pastor, if you dare eat this thing, you will bury all your children here. Every problem, everything that your mother has gone through, you will face it. Don't. And then he said, that This thing called video, you are videoing it. Put it off. I said, why? He said, you are sending it to your house to go and watch. I said, ah, but there's nothing with you. He said, eh, there's nothing with you. We will live here. You don't send this video to your home. If you send it to your home, they will watch it with you. I was like, who will watch it with me? He said, uncle, me, I'm a doctor. She's a senior medical officer at Bolga Hospital. Say, I'm a doctor, but I'm telling you, we will, they will watch it with you in your home. So I deleted the video. Because those of the law knows the law. Me, I don't know. Amen? My late siblings who died, when they took their sister to the north for the traditional barrier, they did the same thing and they all ate it. All of them died. Oh, we are Christians, we are Christians, we are Christians, we are Christians. It's true that we are Christians, but if God says don't, it means don't. Amen. There are things God will say that carry on. We carry on. But if God said that no, it's no. Because he knows why he's saying no. The curse of the grave. Number one is nightmares. Who shows dreams? Terrible dreams. You dream that somebody has cut your one leg and, and you are running. How can your one leg be cut and you are still running? But you dream it. Pastor, I dreamt and I saw myself in a coffin and I was standing there crying. How can you be in a coffin and still be standing and crying? But we get all these dreams. I dreamt and I was falling from a cliff. High mountain. I was falling. Then I get up. I was sweating. Nightmares. I think recently somebody was telling me that she dreamt and she was fighting. She woke up and she was really, really fighting. I met one brother too. Said so she dreamt and they were beating her. 
he, 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 the, somebody was sweeping the he wake up on all her, his back was cane marks so she was asking me pastor nightmares number two dreams of the dead you dreamt most of you anytime you dream you have to see some old folk who is dead old uncle dead old auntie dead old and you know something you see Oh, Jesus Christ, I've cut some parts off because I was going to do, talk about modern day paganism. The manipulations of scriptures and the misinterpretation of scriptures that most of the so-called pastors are using to deceive many. They will call scriptures like Saul went to the witch of Endor to inquire about Samuel and Samuel's spirit came out. If it was bad, why should God allow Samuel's spirit to come out in a shrine? So, it's not everything about what? Tradition of this thing is bad. No, it's what you are using it for. They will tell you. And I hear on TV and listen, pastors preaching it. Quoting scriptures, misinterpreting scriptures and manipulating scriptures. But the Bible said that when he went to inquire of Saul, said that and a familiar spirit came out of the earth. Samuel didn't remain in the earth. He went up. They buried him. Anything that is left on the earth is residue. It's rotten until the coming of Jesus Christ that the righteous will take a new body. And then appear to meet Christ. And then those who are dead shall remain there. And then on the judgment day, they will also rise up. And they will also go and face the judgment. We shall all get a new body. But some of us will get a new body unto righteousness, eternity. And to live in paradise, heaven with Christ. Some will also get a new body to go to hell and suffer. Any pain that you have now, it is times thousand. If fire touches you, you see how you feel. In hell, it is thousand times that feeling. And you see the celebration you get. I don't know which is the most enjoyable moment in a person's life. What? Women. The day a man said, I love you. Or I'll marry you. Uh, the sisters talk to me. Which moment is the most joyous moment in your life? The day you hear the three-letter word, Will you marry me? <laughs> and some of them will look at me. Are you sure? Are you sure? But the joy in heaven is the greatest joy you ever had in this lifetime. Thousand. We will celebrate, we will be joyful together. We we'll get up, we praise God, we we'll go to do our various works. Heaven is not going to be boring, you know. People say that it's going to be just praise and worship. You get you praise God and you worship. No, it's a country, and the country has to be tidied up. The streets are gold. The gold has to be polished. We will work. Hallelujah. But there will not be use of money because it's just a joyful work to keep us moving. And then the evening we celebrate and then we come home. Hallelujah. 
When you come home, you are so happy, you come and sleep. There's no marriage there. So at least no woman is going to disturb you. No man is going to say, where's my food? Where's my food? Where's my food? It is going to be over. Sisters, when you close from work and you are tired, you can sleep through the other night. No night pressure. You'll be free. Amen. Men, whether we have money or don't have money, nobody's coming to ask us lace and this thing and this thing. Ah. Dreams, eating in dreams. We're going to pray now. I was just. Number three is eating in dreams. Do we have such experience? Just we dream and then we are eating. I used to have it a lot. Then you wake up the whole day and then my life is messed up. Dreams of marriage. Some people, sometimes you dream and you are getting married. You are doing well in wedding. Or you dream and you, or you are, and you are having a baby. I organized one deliverance of a sister who has dreamt of having four children. And when we're doing the deliverance, the spirit manifested that he has four children with her. And I was like, you said I should leave. Who will take care of my children? I have to stay with her and take care of my children. But you don't see any children. And the sister will tell you that she dreams and sometimes she sees herself feeding a baby. It all started when she dreamt and saw that she was being prepared for marriage. And from there, she see herself having children. Four times. And the manifestation also confirmed. May you be delivered. I'm not doing deliverance service. We are doing traditions. See yourself dead in dreams. I've spoken about it. Sometimes you see yourself dead in dreams. <laughs> like I said, Mew. Pastor, I saw myself. One day, I was lying there. Somebody called me, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor. In the middle of the night, I said, what is the problem? Pastor, I just dreamt. I saw myself in a coffin. I said, but you are talking to me. Say, Pastor, yes, I'm talking about Pastor. If I close my eyes, I see myself in a coffin right now. I see myself. I said, get out from the coffin and come. I said, get out from the coffin and come. I said, Pastor, how do I get up? I said, but you have to get out and come. So she came. When she came, I said, did you get up? I said, Pastor, me, I just came. I said, if you've come, you've come. Close your eyes. She closed her eyes. I said, do you see? He said, no. I said, Pastor, but if I sleep, I said, okay, then go to the auditorium. Sleep. I said, but I don't feel. I said, manage to sleep. She came here, she lay here like two, three hours. She woke up. When she came, I said, did you see yourself? He said, I didn't see it. So you didn't see yourself in it? He said, no, I didn't. I was like, so where has it gone? He said, said, maybe they've buried me. I said, dig the grave. He said, dig the grave and bring yourself out. She was here. I was just standing and said, Jesus Christ, people of little faith. She was digging the grave. She dug, 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 dug. And I said, have you finished? I'm out. I said, forever and ever in Jesus' name. Say, amen. Say, hey, it's good to have a spiritual father. It's good to have a spiritual father. Hey, all this thing, what should I have done? Hey, it's good. Pastor, God bless you, okay? God bless you. May God extend your life. I was like, amen. What have I done? Nothing. You say you dreamt. You saw yourself in a grave. I said, 
rise up and come. You told me you've come. I said, where are you? You said you don't see yourself. They've buried you. I said, dig yourself. You've died. I asked where you said you've come out. I said, amen. Then he said, thank God you have a spiritual father. What have I done? I didn't dig you out. In fact, I didn't see you in the grave. You saw yourself. But this is what happens. Today, I'm trusting God that you'll be delivered. You'll be delivered out of some of these traditional curses. People are suffering all. Let's do the last one and we pray. Some common inherited effects of pagan tradition. Some of the effects that we suffer as a result of pagan traditions that our ancestors introduced into the tradition that we came to embrace. We came to meet it. I'm not talking about the one we came because it has what inherited. We inherited some of the effects that we inherit. Thank God that some of you were born in Christian homes. Thank God. I always tell people who were born into Christian homes that if you don't do well, you are wicked. You are wicked. Because I was not born into Christian homo. Hmm. We were born under the pot. When they gave birth to us, it was pot and concoction and cow tail that they put in and then sprinkling on us, put in and sprinkling on us, put in and sprinkling on us, and dip us in pot, slaughter chicken, put it in water, bath us with chicken solution, chicken blood solution. Cut every part of us. We could hear voices of spirit. Talk. And we have managed to break from that evil pagan tradition. And today we preach the gospel and we see signs and wonders and we see Jesus' power following us. If you were born in a Christian home and you are still struggling, you are wicked. And I say it with no excuse. You are wicked to your own life. Hallelujah. The same thing. If you were born to uneducated parents and you are failing in education or academics or professional, you are wicked. Because some of us, we didn't have any example. Those of you who read my father's obituary, you saw the best he could do for himself is to go for Kwame Nkrumah's adult education to learn how to write ABC and his name. That is all. As for my mother, no classroom. So there was no inspiration whether you did your homework or not. I said, my father, when I got biology grade 9, English grade 6, my father gave me a chicken. Biology grade 9, he said, you've done well. Somebody has got 1. You got 9? My son, you are intelligent. Grade 9. So my son, you are intelligent. You are my son. I gave birth to you. Told my mother. My mother get up and was dancing. My son has got biology grade 9 and English grade 6. 
So you can imagine if you are coming from this period, what is your problem? I was not afraid of anything. Because I know even if I fail, they won't see. They won't see. Hallelujah. There was no inspiration. Spiritual or academics, no inspiration. No, they are there. All you do is bring your bill. That's all. Anything you mention spiritual, he pull you to his strong room and then go and kneel before the idol. Finish, he said, they said this and that and that and that and that and that. So you have no problem. Go to school. Everything will be fine. And I was failing. Everything will be fine. They were that things, things are not being fine. Hmm. Hallelujah. But we have to force. The only inspiration we had was television. And ladies and gentlemen, we walked two kilometers to go and watch television. That is the only inspiration. You watch television and you see Accra. And you are inspired that I have to be in Accra. You see somebody in court reading the news. Jesus said, I must be like this. Sometimes you see people going to church and then this thing, and then you, you, are, you are aspired to be in that. That was the only inspiration that we have to break away from our traditional stronghold. Some of you, you have professors as parents. You have pastors and priests as your parents. You yourself, you are a walking Bible. And still, you have not broken away from traditional strongholds. It's still pulling you back. That is why I said that you are wicked. You know why you are wicked? Because you don't want to pay the price to lose yourself. You are enjoying it. You are enjoying it. If you are not enjoying it, if your life is retarding and it's in cycles, you will fight it. You will not sit down and wait for unnecessary things. And sometimes you go back to your, your ancestry, your parents, and they tell you that it is like that in our family and you accept it. Pastor, in our house, it is like that. That is why God saved you. That is why Jesus has saved you. That he will change the order. He will change the law. It must not be that in your days. Your children must not come and repeat that statement that it is like that in our house. Minus your home. Minus your house. Minus your children. There is nothing that does not support God that your children should come. And repeat that it was like that in our father's days. It was like that in our mother's days. No way. It is not like that in my days. My children are coming to stand on a better platform. They are coming to stand. My children will know nothing that has to do with idolatry or pagan tradition. No. Yesterday, while I was coming with the children, we were in the flight and then they were serving. So a man asked of Hankins beer. In our next issue, they serve the man and then we, they took Fanta and I took Diet Coke. So when I took the Diet Coke, they told me, Daddy, but you said you won't drink Coke again. I said, shut up. So I took and then, then they look at the man, then they point, Uncle, this is a bad drink. Was so shy. Then the man looked at it. They said, Why? He said, It's a bad drink. Jesus doesn't like it. That's why my second child, God has delivered him. If you take my character, hmm. 
me my days i could bully through his days the man just looked at i could see that the man was holding it he couldn't he didn't drink it uh, until we got to accra he couldn't drink it he was just holding it because four-year-old is telling you that the drink you are holding is a bad drink jesus doesn't like it we drink it you know when we got to accra the man just looked at me he said you're a christian he said yes he said i'm so proud of your children I said, I will never take beer again. He said, well, I said, what if a child can tell me up there that a drink I'm holding is a bad drink? He said, I'm not going to take beer again. The man said it until when we were coming out to the arrival hall. Then the man said that, God bless you. He looked at the boys and I said, say, I don't know why I'm going to meet you again, but I promise you, I will never take any alcohol again. That is the children we want to raise. Amen. This morning I was bathing them. The little boy said, Daddy, I was playing with my tablet and then um, some cartoon came. They've written on it um, the mighty magic. Is it good? And I said, bad. He stopped the bathing and then he, want to bro- he brought the tablet. He said, delete it. So I delete it off. This is what we must what, raise. This is the kind of generation we must raise. The kind of people we must raise so that when their children also come back, ladies and gentlemen, if for nothing, Ghana and Nigeria will be better. If not for the other, Ghana and Nigeria. We have believed in spiritism to the extent that even when people are corrupting, we still relate it to spirits. We have to pray. We have to pray. The Bible says that pray for those in authority. So sometimes it's a spiritual influence that causes them, causes them to do what they are doing. God has to give them a clean mind so that they can rule the nation. A clean mind to rule the nation. Amen. When the Bible says that steady to show yourself approved. Steady is steady. Amen. In our days, knowledge shall be the stability of our time. There is no spirit that changes people's mind. They are corrupt. They are corrupt. And you have to raise a generation who are not corrupt. And that is why you and I have to deal with the traditions that did not benefit us. As I went through it, I know it's a long sermon, but some of you, you know, some of the tradition has never blessed you. I'm not the only one who has suffered it. Some of you, you have gone through. I didn't talk about like pouring of libation. I, I thought I would do that in second service, but I, 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 maybe I'll do it some other time pouring of libation and the consequences and puberty rights. I didn't talk all that from the scriptures and the consequences that it carries. We are saved. Some of the common inherited effects we suffer is delay marriages. Most of us, the delay of our marriage has to do with some traditional bondage that we are in. Somebody has married all of you. Amen. And they were poor. All the daughters of that woman in Accra, that man, I commit them into your hands. All their finances into your hands. All their children and their marriage, their work into your hands. They are committing all of us into hands. And we are in Accra. You are struggling, you are struggling, you are struggling, and your marriage is delayed. And in the night, somebody come and marry you. Spiritual marriages, divorce, barrenness, and miscarriages 
absolute poverty, sexual or drug addiction, setbacks and stagnations of life. These are some common effects that we suffer. Are you ready for prayer? Remember, it's church. It's traditional day by it's church. We celebrate our tradition after we pray. We celebrate or we pray. But remember, it's church. You have to break out. Ladies and gentlemen, you may not understand me, but I fought it. I fought it. I wrestled it. I contend with it. Especially that weight on my feet. The cycles in life. I suffered it. Amen. Traditions has kept us so backward. Backward. I met a couple, a young couple. They've been married for five years. The lady said she got married when she was 22. The guy got married when she was 25. I met them in Brazil. They've married for 25 years. They are not thinking about children. They've married for five years. They're not thinking about children. The guy is now 30. The lady is now 27. I asked them. The guy said he's waiting for two years. Two years time. They've been traveling. When I met them, they've just come to um, Christ Embassy Crusade in South Africa and they have returned to Brazil. They are just traveling, enjoying their marriage. They look good. They look nice. Amen. Just married three months. Your wife has loose shape and loose. You look at your wife, you say, That's a many. Tradition, pressure. You get a job today. Today you get a job. Tomorrow they are calling you from the village, the family house, the roofing. As if you punch it. And they were waiting for you to get a job to come and seal it. these traditions it causes us some of this but ladies and gentlemen there's a way we can come out number one you have to what believe in the word of god believe it is our only strength believe in the word of god some of us it's nothing that make us who is the word of god hallelujah Recently, I've started, I'm started going back and reading the Bible cover to cover again. Because it's a long time I stopped. I'm reading it again. I used to chop. Hey, everything the Bible says do, I do. Whatever the Bible says don't, I don't. That is how we came up. We believed everything. We believed. If Jesus did it, I will do it. Confession. Sometimes we can make confession the whole night. Believe in the Bible. If God said he has lifted you above all the powers and the sources and enchanters and the diviners, he has lifted you above it. If God said that no traditions or paganism would hold you, he means it. Believe it. Amen. Number two, practice the word of God. It's not easy to practice the word of God, but you have to. Tell you, it is not easy, but you have to. But you have to. Hallelujah. Pray against the ancestral bond. 
sometimes pray against it. Listen, I prayed against it. Because some of us, we, we saw it. It's not that we saw it. Pray! Break it! Cut yourself out! Amen! You may know, you may not know. Cut yourself out! Out! You are tired! You are tired! Hallelujah! Deliverance from the ancestral spirit. Sometimes you have to be delivered. You have to be delivered. You need deliverance today. Maybe time may not be to commit, perform deliverance. But sometimes you have to be delivered. Because some of you, until you vomit, you are not okay. Some of you have to cry. To cry or you have to shake. Sometimes I used to do myself personal deliverance. Put my hand here, recite, make confessions, and command myself and his power, and I'll fall down and scream. Hallelujah. We have come from wicked places. Who? Human being is dying, and they'll put it in your hands. Hold it until the person dies. Somebody and die. And when he dies, service that yes, we are teaching you boldness. How can you teach a child boldness with a dying life? Say they're teaching you boldness. But nothing. You have to deliver yourself. And then you have to what? Make redemption sacrifices. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices for your life. For your children. You have to make sacrifices for them. So for them. Take offering. Redeem your children. Redeem yourself from any ancestral power or bondage that you find yourself. Deliver yourself out. Do you see what we are all wearing? Have you seen the traditional wear you are wearing? Have you asked yourself, who was the first to wear this? In your traditional area. Have you asked yourself? That is how I think. Who was the first? To know that this is to be where. Why? For what? That's how I think. So sometimes it will compel me to go into Google. The origin of what? Smoke or Batakali. Then it will take you to maybe the Ashantis, the Eves, the Bonos, the Guans, the Akans. Then it will take you to the Northness. This thing it will take you through, and you will study, you will study, you study, you study, you study, you study, and you could see that sometimes the origin of it was not even this, but it has been modified to this. And you see, that was the first time it was used for this and this reason, and it has been modified this. So, as you wait, even though we are safe, but the origin still stands. Do you get it? That is how sometimes I think. I try to trace. Why? Why? But it's nice culture. But it has an origin. Christ has saved us from the curse of the law. He has saved us from the curse of the law. But we are living in this world. We are not under the law. But we are being fought against the law or with the law. 
May the Lord deliver us today. We are going to pray. We are going to call on God. We are going to ask God that any traditional area, any curse of it, may the Lord deliver us out. I've now absorbed the second service people so we can start running off to close. Amen. Let's be on our feet.